I'm back. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Uh, uh. All right, give me one second, man. Let me adjust, please. Oh, man. What a day, bro. How was your day? I feel like I never see you anymore. How you been? I'm good. That's not my fault. And that concludes today's podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a great night. See ya. Uh, <laughs> someone's like, what? Did I skip to the end? <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, today... Oh, okay, hold on. Joe's letting me know that he can't. I got you. Yeah, Joe just let me know that he can't. So that's uh, that doesn't surprise me. All right, so yeah. Uh, let me see. Paul, uh, I don't think he's coming either. Anyway. <clears throat> What episode is this, Adam? 20? No idea. Something like that. There's got to be 20. <clears throat> I believe. Anyway, uh, welcome, welcome, everyone. It's, wait. Yeah, this is 20. Welcome, everyone, to the 20th episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. I'm your host, Wayne. We got our boy, Navy Man 913. 914, my fault. In the building. What's up, bro? This eating. Oh my gosh, you're so freaking lame. Uh, we also, <laughs> our co-host, Superfly Manat and uh, Grim Bones, they can't join us tonight. I think it's just conf- conflicting schedules. And actually, Grim Bones, he just had a new baby. So he's a, he's a daddy now. That's what's up. But yeah, so today is going to be a short podcast. We're going to talk about the big news, the big dog news. You know what I'm saying? It's, okay, it's, it's good news, but Bungie and Activision are actually separating, so Bungie, they're, they're going to be their own publisher now, so woo-hoo! Uh, we're going to talk about the, I can't pronounce the name of this forge, I'm going I'm to butcher it. Burguzzi? The Burguzia Forge. What's up, Adam? What? Burguzzi. Thanks, man. And we're going we're gonna to talk about the three new exotics, the Izanagi's Burden Sniper Rifle, the, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, the Anarchy Grenade launcher and the Jotan fusion rifle. So it's going to be nice. So three exotics that uh, have been introduced in this DLC. It's pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, so Bungie and Activision, Activision separate. So uh, for those listeners, they don't know Activision uh, was Bungie's publisher. And basically, uh, Bungie sometimes didn't have much say of when they wanted to get their content out there. I don't know. They just weren't really in charge of that. And Activision is all about the money side. I did hear that um, Activision wasn't very satisfied, you know, financially or with, with the financial cuts of Forsaken. Did you hear that? Yeah. I heard that there because, again, all they were the, was the bottom line. And so to them, Forsaken didn't make enough. But. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, I kind of don't know why they, you know, uh, departed. I mean, this is recent news to me. I could probably should do more research on that. But, no, I, I, I just found out, and that, that kind of made me excited. But at the same time, I'm, like, also being reserved and cautiously optimistic. But the reason why I'm excited is because, obviously, um, Bungie gets the control, you know, when they release their content. Because that means they're going to put a lot more quality behind the quantity. And it's not just going to be like, oh, we got to get this out of here by this time. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not going to have schedule so if you want, times, I can but... give a little more information. I read a couple articles on it. <clears throat> oh, sweet. Let's go. Let's hear so it. The main reason that, I guess, Bungie <clears throat> wanted Activision to begin with 
was once they split from Microsoft after Halo, they were afraid that they were still kind of too small and um, inexperienced to do everything on their own. So they uh, kind of worked with Activision to kind of get that, since Activision has been a publisher for a while, to kind of get that experience and get their game out because they felt they would not have been able to do it justice without help in the beginning. But since they've been doing this for like eight years now, they feel that they are now uh, kind of experienced enough and kind of understand how to do this well enough that they don't need them. And I guess, again, like you were saying, they were kind of uh, different, like kind of different opinions where Destiny and Bungie or Bungie was more concerned about the content of the game and how players reacted to it. And they wanted to try to create this game that people enjoyed and like was immersed in where Activision was much more about the, the the profit and the bottom line. So they would get really frustrating where honestly, if the bottom line wasn't that good for Forsaken, it was probably just because there were so many people that were turned off from the beginning. I agree. Yeah. There's some people that we know that, I mean, just never, ever came back. Then they don't even care if Forsaken's good or not. They just have moved on because, well, you know, they haven't played it forever. And they're just like, yeah, whatever, like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, they already got a, they already got a bad taste in their mouth anyway. So it's either that or they just haven't gone back in a while. That combination of just like having a bad taste and just not playing for a while. Why would you want to come back? Right. But yeah, so that was kind of the main reason was that I think Activision was more more concerned about the money. And I think yeah. um, the Forge being released early to everyone, I think that has to do with Activision. With Again, the bottom line. So I guess there was a lot of complaints from players being like, I paid for this content. Why can't I even, you know, play this content? It's locked behind this thing. Blah, 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 blah. So I guess uh, I think Activision kind of pressured them a little bit to like release it. So that way they don't, you know, like lose any more money in the future. Um, but I don't know. I yeah, mean, either I, way. It's, it's- yeah. So I think it was just they were kind of getting fed up with all the decisions relying or like revolving specifically around money and nothing more than money. And even though I mean, they like obviously they need to make a profit to be able to make more games, their concern isn't as strictly about money and how much they can milk out of their players. It's yes, they need to make a profit, but they also want to make a game that people enjoy playing and come back to playing, not just buy it once they make a lot of money and then people just throw it away because it's garbage right basically basically turn their game into an asset right make a good game and then have the game make so much money uh because their content is so good i think activision is actually slowly falling apart i think they've lost a a couple other contracts with other people too you know i got a question for you okay so do you think that the playstation exclusive thing was a activision relationship thing I have heard rumors about that. So I don't know a whole lot about the contracts, but it sounds like that was the case. And I don't know if Activision was more of a strictly a PlayStation or Sony thing entity to begin with. Because obviously with Microsoft and Bungie, it was, it was Xbox. Um, so I don't know if it was that. I have heard that that was the case. I forget who it was. If it was one of the, one of the streamers that does YouTube I was listening to. And they were saying that, you know, they were speculating that the PlayStation exclusives are going to uh, be a thing of the past with, uh, with like you know the next phase. Now it, it might not be immediate because I don't know how much. Even though they're splitting, I don't know like what the contract entails of you know the royalties and when stuff changes. Blah blah blah. So I mean, I'm sure there's some other things that it's not just you know they're they're starting the process now, but it might still be a while 
until they're officially done with Destiny 2. It might even actually be right. until Destiny 3. So maybe instead of doing a third year like they did with D1, maybe at the end of this year that ends D2, that ends their contract with Activision, and D3 is going to be their first big one. Maybe. I mean, what do you I think when do you think D3 is coming out, bro? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. I'm sure they've already started working on it. I have no idea how uh, how far along they are because, obviously, they have done a lot of work in this and, like, revamping it. But I don't know how many different teams they have. You know, it could be that that's an entirely different team um, working on it. You know, you know but, what I think? I think – I think um, – uh, well, I, I think uh, Destiny 3 is probably going to come out, like, after all these, like, after the annual pass is over. Like, after all the annual content is released, I think that's when Destiny 3 is either going to start at least making an appearance or for some trailers, or we may see some D3. I don't know. Maybe it it might be as early as next October, but I have a feeling it might not be just because, again, I just don't know how far along they are in uh, production of D3. Hmm, okay. Okay. All right. Sweet. All right. So I guess the next topic was going to be about the last forge. What could you get in the last forge again? The sniper, right? The Berguzzi one? Well, so yeah. I mean, you get it dropped. You, it's a quest line. So you get the last key to the mystery box, take that to Ada, and it's, you know, it's another quest line that you get. And at the end of that, you get the Izanagi's burden. Yeah. All right. So we're not going to talk about the forge because, I mean, like, there's nothing about it except the fact, like, Okay, I guess we can say, like, how it had to be open. You want to talk about that? Because I know little to nothing. I know there was a quest to actually get it open, and it was, like, the longest quest to actually get this, this forge open. It wasn't as easy as the other one. The funny and it was actually kind of hard. I think Bungie what? came out and said that the reason it was so hard is that somehow a line of code got deleted that had an extra clue in it that was supposed to be in it. And so, it, like, the extra little piece was not there. Okay, so that's awesome. They actually did I, it. I think today, legitimately opened it like today. I mean, granted, I know Bungie released it to everyone, but and I don't, I don't remember who, if it was Glad or what yeah, team it was. It was Glad. Completed it was Glad. the actual thing. It was Glad. No, yeah, I think it was Glad because uh, Ben, he uh, put it in band, I think. Yeah, he did. I just watched it. Anyway, uh, all right, so. Last topic, we're just going to talk about the last three exotics. Um, so we got the uh, Izanagi's Burton Sniper Rifle, which Adam, I think, just got. Um, the Anarchy Grenade Launcher and Jotan Fusion Rifle. So the Sniper Rifle, uh, it's pretty dope. It's an exotic that's in the uh, special slot. Um, I know it makes it pretty oh, awesome. Yeah, what makes it special? It's a special ammo. Yeah, whatever. All right. Anyway, um... <clears throat> Um, what makes it special is the uh, um, if you if, you, if it has a full magazine, if, and if, if you if you if it has a full magazine, you can actually reload and have like three bullets combined into one, and then they could be like a it, it does massive damage that way. So, I believe as long as you have a full mag, you can actually reload and it'll combine the three bullets, and you'll just have one bullet or four bullets, however, is in the mag, whatever. Um, it does pretty good damage. So I'm curious how deep, how, how you know, how fast that's going to run because if it's if it's pretty quick and it holds a pretty good amount of ammo, um, you can just do the math, right? You know, like if you see how much is in a clip, you could do how many 
super bullets you can get and how much damage you can get. I can see Datto making a video like right now. And people are already talking about comparing it. I think everyone does that. When there's when there's like a, a big dog or a potential big weapon on the line, people want to compare it to the to the OGs. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, so did you actually even try it yet, Adam? Like, or you no, we got I, I literally got it right before we started. Okay. All right. Um, and the Anarchy Grenade Launcher, that, that oh, well, first of all, I want to say all these exotics that we're talking about, they look really cool. Um, this grenade launcher, it, it's not like any other grenade launcher that has like a tethering electric effect where it's like you can create spider webs, basically. So you could shoot a, a grenade launcher there. Or, I mean, you could shoot a grenade uh, here and then you shoot another one. And then it, it, as long as they're close enough, um, they actually can, you know, with electricity. And so you keep, it's basically good for zone control and PvP or PvE. I didn't get it yet. Does, does anyone in our clan got that joint? Anarchy? Yeah, I know AJ does. Um, and I think maybe Sarah and or Doran. Is that only attainable through the new raid? Yes. Okay, I guess I should play it more often. All right. Um, the last one we're going to talk about is the Jotan. I'm, I'm sure I'm saying it. I'm butchering it. It's that fusion rifle. That's like, it's, it's, it's not it's not your traditional fusion rifle. It's, it literally looks like a fusion rifle that is like molded onto your hand and forearm. And it shoots like a fireball. And it tracks. That's <laughs> what I've seen. It looks really cool. Is it? I think it's in a heavy slot. I don't know what slot it's in. Is it in a heavy slot, do you think? I have no idea. With my RNG luck, I am never going to get them. Honestly, I still haven't gotten all the exotics from from Forsaken, like from the base game of Forsaken. As but I'm then again, I got to I get things stupid. Like, so I got Shards of Galanor, like the third time playing on my Hunter this season. Um, but yet I've been playing on my Warlock every, pretty much every day, and I still don't have Chromatic Fire. I'm like, really? So, like, what? I, I don't know how this RNG works. I have not gotten Anarchy. I've not gotten Will of the Thousands. I have not gotten uh, the Monarch. Like all these guns that everyone seems to be getting, like no problem that I've been grinding for. Like I never get them. You know, I'm actually down to do my raid now because uh, even the raid I don't really care for, Last Wish, I'm still down to do that some more uh, since our clan got a lot bigger. And uh, don't get me wrong, I did enjoy just having the OG squad, you know, trying to raid together, but it was just. We had a hard time just syncing up our schedule, so this is this well, is perfect. Yeah, we got a lot more people to play with them, I, but it's just unfortunately they haven't. You know, we all have lives; we're getting busy, and they haven't, you know, been able to get on in a while. So I'm like, well, I don't want to just completely make it so then we can't ever do anything. So I agree. I agree. No, no, I'm with you 100. Um, percent I'm all, I'm all down with that. Um, anything else you want to add, bro? I mean, I, I think we kind of touched on those topics pretty well, bro. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's probably it. Yeah, bro. This is like the shortest podcast. It's, it's, it's like 15 I mean, it's, minutes. Yeah, it's, but, it's, uh, although, again, like, I'm just – the one thing I was upset about is how everyone complained on how hard it was to open the, you know, the forge. And it's like, you know what? All these gamers today would have lost their mind had they ever had to play the old school games that didn't even have save. Like Mario and some of the other Lion right? King. To start from the beginning every time the console turned on. And oh, by the way, King, you got to the final level and you lost all three lives. Guess what? You're starting all the way over again. <laughs> like, they're, they're, this, this whole idea that they're just 
deserve to get it unlocked because they paid for a game. It's like, yeah, but you still have to play the game and unlock things. Like you can't just expect everything to be available for you from like the get go. Like I just don't understand it. It's really that's just the unfortunate reality of our generation, bro. Everyone's impatient. It's just, it's the everyone wants instant gratification, bro. And then, like, and the funny part is, is that once you get instant gratification, they realize how much they don't really appreciate it because it's so easily accessible. So you gotta find the uh, silver lining. That's why, look, that's why I'm really enjoying Destiny Two PvP as it is, because I mean, it's very satisfying to get kills, I guess. You know what I mean? In a short spurt. But uh, when people find loopholes and find you know faster ways to kill you then that's when it gets, like, more frustrating. But anyway, I don't know. I, I think, you know, the silver lining in D2 overall is just – it's uh, it's, it's, it's pretty well – It's uh, even though, like, you know, it started off kind of crusty. But uh, they're, they're, they, they've uh, they've gained my trust back pretty quick. Now, honestly, that, I never really – I never really uh, – they never really lost my trust. It's just that, you know, I'm actually enjoying the game genuinely. Like, I'm not frustrated with PvP or PvE. It's just I got to make time to play it. That's all. Anyway, you got anything else you want to add, Holmes? I think that should be it. That's it, man. All right, so I, I like that. I like when we keep our podcast short. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for watching. Oh, also, I want to say um, I've been sponsored by um, uh, uh, Anchor. And uh, so expect to get some ad reads pretty soon, maybe even this podcast. So the one you're listening to right now, there may be – a uh, a, uh, what do you call it? A sponsor, you know, recording in here. Um, but yeah, so it's my first sponsor. I'm really excited. Anyway, that's all I gotta say. Thank you guys for listening to the 20th episode. And until then, we'll, we will see you guys in orbit. See ya. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate that, as always. If you guys want to check us out on other social platforms, feel free to do so on Instagram and Facebook. You can just type in Orbs for Days and you'll just find it. Also, if you want to check us out on other podcast platforms, whether you have Android or iPhone, there's Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and even Spotify. Also, if you want to keep updated with uh, content creation or podcast uploads and times, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Wayne01193. And also, if you want to check me out live on Twitch, you can also follow me on Wayne01193, acting a fool. So you guys have a good one. Appreciate it.